Hello everyone, I'm Craig Williams, and I'm here at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando Resort tonight with Rhino, and we are going to eat some of the food of Halloween Horror Nights. And the event's been running a couple weeks, been talking to a bunch of friends about what's good, what's happening, what are the best items, what are the worst items, and I think we've whittled down quite a good list for what to expect here for us tonight in terms of what we should actually get. And... I'm excited to get started with it, so we're not going to waste much time. Before we do get started, though, I need to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content you want to support us, get a free no-obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. costs you no extra money, and you get the support of one of the amazing Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no-obligation quote. Now, with that being said, we actually already have our first food item so, I'm going to let Rhino take it away. To kick off this evening, we went with the Vegan Burnt Ends Poutine from the Yeti booth. I don't know if that's its official name, but that's what I'm calling it. Uh, that Vegan Burnt Ends Poutine is crispy fries topped with beefless burnt ends gravy, vegan cheese, and scallions, all for the wonderful price of $9.99, plus your annual pass discount if you're lucky to have one of those. So I'm going to dive right in here. Uh, this looks drastically different from the 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 like regular beef option. I don't want to say regular. I feel like that's demeaning, but we got to get some of this vegan mozzarella, a little bit of the french fry, a little bit of the gravy, a little bit of the burnt end that kind of just looks like the meat that comes out of a, of a um, Chef Boyardee ravioli can. This is wild. Do you... I know this has happened to other people out there in the world. It's not exclusive to me. You ever taste something and it, like, you immediately flash back to, like, where you were and what it was? And, like, I know that's not what this is, but I one bite of this brought me back to being a kid and going to Papa Gino's, which is, like, a, a pizzeria place, uh, like, chain of pizza places in where I'm from in Massachusetts. Um, and, like, I will say I love it just for that. But this gravy is packed with a lot of flavor. It tastes a little salty, but, you know, hey, it's gravy, baby. Um, the the burnt ends, the burnt ends in here are really good. I like the texture. They, they were giving me that look like a meatball, but they're much firmer than that. Um, the flavor is definitely coming from the gravy in here, but... Uh, I don't really know how to describe this swirl of a flavor because it doesn't taste like a pizza, like I just implied it did. It's good. This that vegan gravy is very very good. Uh, I, I gotta I gotta take a couple more bites. I, this is good. I'm I like this way more than I expected to. The one hesitancy I have with this dish is that when you have poutine and you know good curds in there, it's melting all together and it's getting those squeaks. But vegan cheese, in my opinion, never really melts well, and this one definitely isn't. It's softening, but it's not melting. And I'm not going to let that impact my overall uh, opinion of the flavors, but it is is—it's like one of those setbacks of, like, you can't really do a true vegan poutine, I think, because of that. But here goes nothing. I actually have to disagree with Rhino. I don't think that this gravy is overly salty, but it is wild because it does taste like a beef gravy, even though we know there's no beef in it. So whatever they're using to mimic the flavors, they're doing a great job. The French fries, you know, can make or break poutine, and I think these are actually really good. They're slightly thick. Um, they're not getting overly soggy. They could have been a little bit crispier on the onset. 
Uh, but the big surprise for me, get away, Matt. Uh, the big surprise is the the uh, short ribs. Sorry, they're not short ribs. They are, what are they again? Burnt ends that actually taste like short ribs. If I was going to describe them in any way, I mean, they kind of fall apart like short ribs. And then you throw in the gravy too. It, you know, really gives that that overall flavor with it. So, yeah, minus the cheese not really melting in this, I think this is a solid dish. I mean, they could have left the burnt ends off of this and just called it a regular poutine, and it would have been it would have been a good choice. So, very happy. We started this on a high. The next item on our list comes from the Fedra booth over in New York City. Um, and that is going to be, uh, I'm sorry, the booth, I believe, is officially called Food Rations. At least that's what it says. I don't know. It's the Cordyceps Hot Dog, though, which is a Korean cheese dog with Cordyceps, crispy potato sticks, truffle cream sauce, and daikon sprouts for $11.49. I am so excited. Anytime there's a Korean corn dog anywhere, I try and get one because uh, they just they know what they're doing. Cheesy on the inside, crispy on the outside, at least appearance-wise. Let's put it in my mouth and find out. You could see here maybe a little bit is, uh, for those of you watching, for those of you listening, let me describe it. I've um, circumcised the hot dog. So I got mostly cheese, and the 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 link is still inside of the corn dog. So Craig's going to get, I think it's probably broken up, like cheese, hot dog, cheese, hot dog, but... Um, so Craig's bite is going to be a little heavier hot dog than mine. With that said, this thing right now is very crispy. I am very, very happy with this. The cheese is all nice and gooey. It's real crunchy and crispy with those potato sticks on the outside. And it's got a nice, like, breading on it that's like a little, um, it's kind of like a cakey um, bread on it. That's It's it's definitely different than, like, a normal, uh, like a, your average corn dog, I should say. Not normal. That was the incorrect word to use. I'm going to say it. I'm a big fan of this, and I would definitely try this again just because tonight all these textures are here, that crunchiness, the cheesiness. Um, you know, I'm sure Craig will give me a little piece of the hot dog at some point because basically I'm just having a little heart attack spoon here. But our fork. This is a fork, right? Forks have the prongs. Spoons are circular. Yeah. Anyway, this is good. I want to see what you think. I decided to take this off of the stick so we could actually see what we were working with and cut it a cross properly and what a travesty this kind of is i mean the hot dog is tiny uh very very tiny it's not even like it's not even like a full hot dog that's in there it's like feels like it's half to a third of a regular size hot dog and when you're talking about a corn dog of this price i mean i guess there's other stuff on there too you also don't want to balance everything improperly. I don't know. There's just something about this that seems off. There is barely any corn dog in the corn dog. And that's just a very, very strange concept for me. But the proportions aside, let me give this a good bite here. Outside of the small amount of dog in the corn dog, Rhino is absolutely right about everything else. The outside of this with the potato sticks, so crispy. Really, really nice. Um, balances with cheese well. It does feel, again, like a sodium bomb. Uh, the truffle cream sauce, I wish there was a little bit more of that in there, but uh, this is a solid, solid dish. I 
I really, really like this. I would get this again in a heartbeat. I mean, if my heart could still survive after finishing <laughs> one, because I don't know if a human adult should eat a full one of these by themselves. Can they? Absolutely. Should they? Probably not. Ladies and gentlemen, this just in, we're eating more food. And right now we are at Mel's Die-In. Not the restaurant because it's closed for refurbishment right now. A little makeover or some sort. But we are over here at the pop-up location that is at the bar that is located right outside of Universal Lagoon area. Right by Transformers. Anyway, the item we're having right now is the peanut blutter burger. Okay, you heard that right. It's a smash burger with a peanut sauce, raspberry jelly, cheddar cheese, shaved onions, jalapeno bacon, and cherry peppers on a vampire bun. I don't exactly know what a vampire bun is, but I'm going to taste it and let you know. This is $13.49. It is served just as the burger. No accoutrements or anything like that. So I do need to like clip this little baby right here under my neck. That's a thick bun. That is a thick, thick bun, like in a firm bun. So this is going to be a tough one to, to, to eat through. The jelly, the raspberry's right on the top there. So I'm going to do a little Veruca salt. Give her a whole little... So I actually think the burger in this is pretty decent, which is surprising because I know we've said in videos in the past, you know, with theme parks, sometimes you get that kind of very standard, generic, bland burger patty, but this is something a little bit different. Um, the cherry peppers and the jalapeno bacon do give it a nice extra spice. I definitely taste the peanut butter and the raspberry on top there. I think the, the fault here in the bun is that the especially with the top part of the bun, it's so much bread. It's not, um, it's not, it, it, it doesn't feel like it's the correct ratio of bread to burger, which is a shame because I feel like the thing in the inside of the bun, AKA the burger, is pretty decent and I like it. I think of everything we've had thus far though, it is the most expensive or I think it's on the more expensive side and, um, I think without like chips or something on the side, I'm not talking like a full side, I'm just talking something a little light. I feel like it gets a knock from that. Um, I just want to try this bun by itself. I can't figure out what the black stuff is on top of the bun, but it definitely is like some sort of um, seasoning to it. Um, it's not bad. It, the bun's almost a little sweet, um, like a sweet bread, which is good. Again, I just think the problem is the top part of the bun is so thick. It's like too thick. but. I like this. I was worried this was going to be not great, even though I'm the one who insisted we get it with the peanut butter and the raspberry. I'll try anything with peanut butter in it. So, um, I don't know. Craig, give it a try. I was able to try this during the media preview of Halloween Horror Nights food, and my version was served as a small slider, and I wasn't really blown away by it. Uh, it wasn't, like, peanut buttery enough for me. It just was kind of, like, jelly-heavy and salty and just for a specialty burger that's kind of crazy it wasn't anything that wowed me and right off the bat ryan is absolutely correct this bun is comically thick uh just way 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 too thick uh the smash burger i will say i could see them back behind the registers where they were cooking them and it does look like they're legit like fresh beef smash burgers so that is definitely a plus i mean they're thin they look crispy good deal in that way but how do you bite through this bun unfortunately 
this one's still not doing it for me. I do taste a lot more peanut butter, and the flavors are just... They're a lot more balanced this time around, but something about it. It's like... When there's a really good smash burger that's plain and simple, that's like a fantastic burger. And they're just trying to do a little too much with this. And, again, the bun is kind of ruining it. And the bun's, like, very doughy. So you're also chewing through a lot of that bread. I, it's just, it's not for me, unfortunately. It's not awful, but I would never, ever get this again. This will be my last time giving this burger any attempt because it is also way too overpriced for the amount of food you're actually getting from it so sad but at least uh you know at least i've had a couple good things before we got to something that i didn't really care for that's a plus okay this just in again we're back in the same location but we're eating something new we went over to the cafe la bamba area because just to the left of that There's a very brightly colored uh, food booth over there, and that's where you're going to find the walking taco that I'm sure everybody's talking about. And here's the thing. Craig has begrudgingly gone over there with me because he's very upset because of everything we're going to try tonight. It's the least original thing because we did have walking tacos. Uh, I did for when I was in, like, elementary school. They used to give them to us in Doritos bags, and they would be so soggy and disgusting by lunchtime that I was always afraid to eat them. But here's the thing, it's not this time. And uh, over there you're going to find a walking taco or a vegan walking taco. And we went with the vegan walking taco because it was a little bit different. That is going to have Fritos chips topped with vegan chorizo, vegan shredded mozzarella, black beans, roasted corn salsa, pico de gallo, vegan sour cream, and shredded lettuce with the dreaded cilantro. I don't really see the cilantro on here. So I'm thrilled. They give us, I have three forks with me, just one for each bite. Um, I don't, I, I feel like eating a walking taco, eating a walking taco with a spoon feels easier to me, especially because we're talking, they gave us the girthier Frito scoops, which are my preferred dipping chip. I like these with chili. I like them just, I would shame I call it shame eating. I would buy a, I would order a bag when we were all in lockdown from the grocery store and I would just stare out the window and eat a whole bag, a family-sized bag, while I just stared. So I'm going to try this one now, though. This fork is actually cumbersome. Definitely get a spoon. This is absurd. This is only leading into the Craig's Mad that we got this. I also didn't say the price. It's twelve forty nine. Okay, I'm gonna be real with you all. Look at this bag. There's nothing in here but Fritos. This I I, I did have a walking taco when I came on opening weekend, and I that's why I wanted us to get this because I was like, Craig, it's so good. It's so good. And now I feel like I've lied to him because there's literally, it's mostly Fritos and not much of the walking taco portion. But that was not true the first time I had it. But this time it's literally like I can't even get enough to try it to let you, to give you the review. The vegan chorizo that is in here is tasty. It's got the slightest, I'm talking like the slightest, whitest zing to it that you could possibly have. Um... I mean, there's like three things of corn. Yeah, this, I'm not going to lie. We basically just got a bag of Fritos, I feel like. So 
That is not my experience on the first night. Now he's smiling smug as a clam. Give it a try, you fool. I am attempting to mix this all up a little bit because, as Rhino pointed out on the back of the instructions here, uh, you first tear, then top, no, no. then Read it shake. in the original Spanish. I refuse to. Um, then you shake, and then you have your walking taco. So my problem with this first is, like, I so, yeah, it's walking tacos aren't original at all. You know, while Disney World had a walking taco for a long time at Pecos Bill, I did a review of it where I had it out of this exact same bag. So I knew going into this event when they were using this bag that the chip-to-topping ratio was always going to be off. Because basically, they have boxes and boxes full of this bag, and all they do is rip off the top and then throw toppings on there. And it's the food industry, so... They're either going to go way over the top with ingredients or they're going to give you the bare bones. And let's be real. They're going to give you the bare bones with this. But here goes nothing. Yeah, we paid like $12 for wet Fritos. Uh, there's not really a lot of flavor outside of the actual Fritos itself besides the sour cream. This is such a disappointment. I, You know what? If you haven't had a walking taco before, you haven't been part of the shtick, give it a shot. Why not go for it? But save your money for something better the first two things we had tonight were significantly better than this it's just it, it's just not not very good so i would not recommend this and luckily this will be my very last one that i ever have at this event to end our evening we're doing one more food item this one was found at the good guys goodies located in the san francisco area right outside of fast and the furious supercharge the real the real horror story of Universal Orleans. I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, uh, we went with the fried till the end chicken. It's $9.99. This is fried popcorn chicken tossed in Nashville hot sauce, drizzled with ranch, and topped with scallions and chili threads. So I like because it comes in this cute little like this cute little uh, like popcorn bucket bucket box, whatever you want to call it, satchel. Okay, I'm gonna, I got threads. I feel like that's too many threads. And the ranch. Here we go. This is spicy, so if you are not one who likes spice, I wouldn't recommend it. In fact, I think everything at the Chucky Booth is spicy. Because the other item there is the Chucky's Pop Dead Corn, which is like a Flaming Hot Cheetos popcorn. Um, but yeah, this one has definitely has the heat. I tried... Um, one of the pieces on top with the ranch and the threads and then I tried one underneath that doesn't have the ranch on it and both of those really gave me some nice heat on them um, the ranch is a nice addition to like cool it off a little bit I like it, I don't love it um, I think there's just something about it, it's like the chicken there was an item last year that was like the chicken offals the fried chicken offals that this is kind of vaguely reminding me of and I think I like that better but this, like, they're just these tiny little popcorn nuggets, and they don't feel like they're the best quality. It's not bad. I just don't like what I feel like while I'm eating them, I guess. Is that, does that make sense? I don't know. It's like, it, it's like I don't know, but for 10 bucks, I don't know. They're like little mini chicky nuggies. I don't, I don't think it's the worst thing we had tonight. It's not my favorite thing that we had tonight. I'm kind of in the middle about this one. 
So I'll have to wait and see what you think. I did have these at the media preview, and I wasn't blown away just because they were cold when I had them. And I was like, eh, you know, that that hit a big part of why I didn't think I liked it. And then also, too, I had some other concerns about it. But I wanted to give it a fair shot tonight because also, too, it's just a nice thing that you can pick up and walk around with on the go. And I think HHN needs more of that. Not as walking tacos, but <laughs> as, uh, as this. In popcorn chicken... I remember in elementary school when they switched out chicken nuggets for popcorn chicken, and my life felt changed beyond that. So, you know, I'm always going to be there for that. But, you know, Universal has also been so invested in Nashville chicken that I think they also might have overdone it. But let me give it a shot. I definitely like this a little bit more. It is packing the heat. That's 100%, uh, no doubt. But ultimately, it packs heat. It doesn't pack flavor. When it goes in, it's just kind of like, it's bland popcorn chicken. And it does highlight how bad the quality of the chicken is. Uh, if you get a piece with ranch on there, you know, you're kind of having like a ranch little uh, popcorn chicken nugget there. So, like, that adds a little flavor. But you have to wait a couple seconds for the Nashville hot sauce to hit. So, it's not perfect. And if you can't handle spicy, it's definitely not for you. But... If I needed a good walking snack, some walking protein, I would actually probably consider this one more time. And we waited a couple seconds to eat it, obviously. This is a lot fresher than the first time I had it. If you have this, like, when it's super fresh, I think it would actually be pretty solid. We came back here uh, to the Peacock Halloween Bar to uh, wrap up our video. Um, and there's actually a celebrity sighting back here because one Mr. David S. Pumpkins is meeting people. He's turned around right now, but I am too embarrassed to go up and talk to him, and I don't have any questions for him. Um, but I'm worried. I think he's probably going to spin around any second now. He's got... He's David Pumpkins, man. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Oh, I, I am terrified he's going to come over here. So just to wrap up and recap, I think uh, if I were going to list my favorite foods this evening, I think right on the bottom, the walking taco. Disappointed me, will not get it again. Craig said it. He was right. I should have felt it. He Something must be in the air tonight because we also did the Dueling Dragon's House and he picked the right side to go. So I think uh, I think that was it for me, my love affair of that, that item here at Halloween Horror Nights. But uh, right above that, I think I would put um, the, uh, the 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 uh, popcorn chicken that we just had. I should remember the names, and now I can't remember the names, so I'm terrible. But I took a picture. The fried till the end chicken would be above that for me, and then I think I would put the peanut butter peanut butter burger right in the middle. I definitely liked it more than Craig. I think. Um, I don't know. This might be a thing where like maybe I get again, but it, it, it's the price that really like kind of holds it back for me. Um, and then I think the cordyceps corn dog I will definitely have again. That was delicious. And then those uh, those vegan burnt ends poutine were like I, we talked about it again after this, and it was like that gravy that was in that was so good. And the whole thing was just like it was that sort of it's kind of that item where like. We hadn't had a drink or anything like that, but it would have been good to be like, okay, if you know you're having a drink or something, I love to have a good uh, kind of greasy French fry dish to have it. But it was it was it was really good. I, I'm definitely going to try it again. So um, I think those are my those are my rankings, and I'm I'm very much concerned because David S. Pumpkins 
is getting closer and closer. So I'm going to pass it off to Craig in case he comes over here. And then you have to talk to him, not me. So uh, any questions? I won't bother you. There's so many people want to meet you. You're such a star. Bye, sir. What's my name? David Pumpkins. I'm David Pumpkins, man. Yes, you are. How's it hanging? <laughs> so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. I like him. That's a good. Uh, it's a good touch. Uh, so, how do I feel about all this tonight? Definitely a similar list to Rhino. Walking tacos, one thousand percent on the bottom. I will never get that again. I would put the peanut butter burger right above that. Again, it just wasn't for me, but I think other people would probably disagree. Uh, I mean, that's life in general. But with that being said, you know, I put the popcorn chicken right above that. And I think most people would probably disagree with my placement of that. It just hit with me tonight. I can't, you know, I, I can't knock it if it was working for me. But without a doubt, the top two were the, the cordyceps corn dog as well as the poutine. And the poutine was number one by a mile. Like, this thing should be served daily in the parks in general, not just for Halloween Horror Nights. It was that good. Uh, I cannot wait to have it again because I had the regular poutine. Wasn't a fan of it, but I am wild about that vegan version. It's like, the, again, it had that short ribs, the gravy. I know I know it was burn ends, but it tasted like short ribs. But I, I just really enjoyed it. So I'm feeling stuffed. I'm sure we could probably eat more if, you know, we kept going for a few more hours. But I'm honestly, I'm stuffed. I'm satisfied. I want to have room for a beer. And I want to have room to be scared as well, too. So that's going to do it. For us picking out at Halloween Horror Nights. Luckily, we've distanced ourselves away from Mr. Pumpkins, so I feel comfortable saying if you like this and you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions. If you're listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us positive ratings and reviews when possible. And to prevent my voice from giving out any further as it's cracking more and more as this goes on, I will bid you all good night from Halloween Horror Nights, and we'll see you again next time we're ready to get scared. Boo! Get me away from that guy. <laughs>